in a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Flow. I'm Frank Bunty. I'm Bonnerail. I'm Lord Sugar. I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. Hey guys, this is this is Dave, and I'm on that show. You really like? Oh, I'm sorry that you're getting your appendix out, but you're gonna do fine. Okay, thanks. Have a nice day. <laughs> Bye. Hi, welcome to the Nerd OD podcast. Um, the, you may have just heard seven minutes of us talking about a uh, potentially broken television. You may not have. If you if you haven't, maybe I'll put it at the end of the episode. We'll see. But how are you guys? I'm going to use this as my soapbox. Don't use Pruvia or the <laughs> more no better known Puvia. Puvia. I've never even heard of them. Sean, again, if you haven't just heard that, if I if if it wasn't good enough to leave in the podcast, Sean couriered a TV up to Scotland, and this courier company got the box soaking wet and uh, yeah, half destroyed the packaging. So. He's, uh, he's not a happy bunny. But anyway, let's just in case we've already talked about that, let's not talk any more about it. Also, just to warn you, um, yeah. I've ordered myself a birthday pizza, so I might disappear at one point. It's not your birthday yet. Uh, listen, birthday pizza. Okay, it's your birthday yesterday because this comes out on Wednesday which is actually tomorrow in our world because this is Monday. But yeah, happy future birthday. Thanks, mate. Yeah, you're going to be in tomorrow. Uh, no. Oh. Well, I'll be in in the day, but I'm not okay. in the evening. Oh, that's fine. That's good enough. That's good enough for an Amazon delivery. Aw. It's your birthday. I don't think I got you anything for your birthday, though. So, I mean, it's fine. I don't. You don't give to receive. You give just to up, just to mate. be nice to people. And, well, that's uh, right. Yeah. I didn't get you anything either. Sorry, Sean. <laughs> It's fine. I've got, I've got you my company for this evening. I hope that's Yay. enough. Well, uh, in this box that. that's coming from Amazon, there are technically 51 items. Reg, you can have one of them and say that from you. Mm. Is it yes. items in this Lego? Box. I'm not saying what it is. Can, no, can you imagine a 51-piece Lego set? That would be terrible. Why? Because that's tiny. Oh, yeah. That's like a poly bag. Jeez. You are a polybag. Thank you. Anyway. Oh, so your message to me made me laugh. Um, hang on, let me just read it. Uh, so you messaged me saying, um, uh, asking me if I'd be on the podcast. And I said, sure. And you said, awesome. I'll be on in a no. <laughs> and the way I read it was you getting my hopes of about a birthday podcast and going, right. awesome. I'll be on in a no. No. <laughs> How about no? Wow, did Dan get mean? See, wow. I, I also so missed the birthday podcast when we, we sit in your room just eating snacks while we pod. Oh, yeah. Back How in the day, you? we used to love doing that. I'd, we'd sit around, we'd yeah. just have snacks, we'd chat. I mean, I just miss yeah. IRL podcasts. We'd get yeah. arrested for that now. <laughs> we would. Exactly. Did you see that dude who got arrested for playing Pokemon Go? No. <laughs> yeah, he got arrested and fined. He got caught playing Pokemon Go, and he got a um, 270 quid fine. Sheesh. 
I mean, I guess it's not a reasonable excuse, is it? Well, it's exercise, surely. It's, it's exercise, but he was yeah. he was caught driving. He wasn't. Um, oh, I see. He wasn't doing it. He broke. Uh, BBC reports a man in England, who's, which is currently in lockdown, obviously. Uh, it was two hundred quid, so US dollars, two hundred seventy. Don't know why he decided to do it. Not right. Um, <laughs> right. Okay. So he drove twenty-five minutes across the um, across the border. There. Um, that's a mistake. Look for characters. So it's like. Right, okay. But apparently, he the police said to him, this is not a reasonable excuse. Looking for Pokemon is not reasonable at all. Why would you have said that? I, you just say, I'm just going somewhere for a walk. I need it. Look, I need a change of scenery. I'm going I'm going crazy. It is a, for mental health reasons. I am going to a different park. Did I, I told you about my Pokemon Go story, <laughs> didn't I? Yeah, I think that was a while ago, so go on, tell your story, because it was entertaining. Reg, do you remember it? I remember this. <laughs> so we were looking for water Pokemon, so we went driving, and um, it was me and Laura in the car, and we'd, we were trying to find a, like a river, um, and it was like behind this um, like um, company, uh, like, What's it called? Like a building? Yeah, like a it? yeah, like offices and that. Um, anyway, then the police rolled up, um, which was terrifying because there was no one else there, and it was like eight o'clock at night. And they sort of parked themselves, so I had to drive past them, but I couldn't quite squeeze past. So they wanted to talk to me, and um, I pulled up, and they're on the um, they're on my driver's side now. And he rolls his window down, and he goes, "What are you doing?" And for a split second, I considered telling him dogging because I didn't want to tell him that I was looking for Pokemon. <laughs> that was the better option. And yeah, I was like, I can't tell him the truth. That's not an option here. Um, anyway, then Laura sort of leaned over me and goes, we're looking for Pokemon. <laughs> he goes, yeah. and then the, the other guy leaned over him and goes, really? <laughs> <laughs> I'd love it if you just stood over like I would have preferred it if you just said dogging. Yeah. <laughs> I very nearly did. I couldn't believe when um I can't remember why they picked Chester, but there, there was this massive event, official Pokemon Go oh, event going on in place, Chester. Yeah, but one of the, one of the first ones was was Chester. I can't remember what it was. I think it was when raids were starting, and I was working in in the town centre at the time, and the town was absolutely packed. There was like entire streets just crowded with hundreds of people standing around playing Pokemon Go. It was just like people had travelled especially to uh, to to come and play it. Oh, bless them! It was crazy, crazy, crazy. But um, yeah, there was um, something in the news recently about how much they made last year. I'm trying to find it now, I think it was about two billion dollars on mm. Pokemon Go. It was something crazy. It's because they're getting the kids out walking again, weren't they, for the exercise and stuff? The, the ones yeah, but if you're doing the walking, you don't need to buy stuff. Do you buy, like, don't you have to buy, like, refresher balls and stuff? You don't have to. The refresher balls. The more you walk and stuff, you, you earn them, don't you? And, I have no idea. I know, it's been a while. I've never balls. played a Pokemon, never mind Pokemon Go, so. Refresher balls. <laughs> refresher balls. Well, there you go. $2 billion in 2020 after juicing groundbreaking changes. Wow. Oh, of course, because um, they changed it in from April, I think, onwards. So you didn't have to go out because people couldn't go out. So you could sort of 
So you know, this how, you, you know how you can pay uh, pay Tinder to pretend you're you live somewhere else. I think it yeah. was like that. They were oh, like, wow. Tinder's got it down. Let's go for that. <laughs> that is shocking. Mm. So, do you guys remember how frustrating Super Mario Sunshine was? Um, no, Not really. No. I made the mistake of buying um, the All Mario Stars. 3D, the mm. All Stars, yeah, and it's occupied my life since I got it. It's <laughs> so good, but so fucking frustrating because it has these little mini games where it's like they take the backpack off you that helps you float about, and just says, "Right, okay, here's a." Uh, Here's some insanely hard course that you've got to do without falling to your death. It's honestly, I forgot how annoying this game is. <laughs> uh, Ash is playing Galaxy at the minute and she's enjoying it, but when you play it in the um, handheld mode, instead of having like the little cursor, which is motionally sort of censored, you've got to tap it all. Uh, all oh, I was going to ask stuff. how you did so that because you had to shake it, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, she's saying that that's doing her head it's just getting a lot more frustrating because you're then trying to play the game on and trying to tap all the screen to do that bit which is yeah. a bit annoying yeah, this is the problem it's it i think we mentioned it last week when you talked about galaxy but it's just it's in fact we talked about 64 weren't we uh, mario 64 how it seems to have been a bit of a half-assed effort in the um you know porting them onto the console they're just mm. running them in emulators rather than having sort of kind of rebuilt them um, and that's why people were so angry that they were charging 40 quid for it. But at the same time, to get pay 40 quid for two, technically, potentially three, um, amazing, pretty big games that at one point people easily spend 40 quid a piece on them, if not more. 60, 70 for, for Mario 64. What I was shocked about is the lack of deals on some titles. Like, for example, Smash yeah. Bros. You, you can't get that at a discount. Yep. The Breath of the Wild's the same. Even well, a majority of Nintendo first-party games, you, you just can't get cheaper. It's insane. Um, it's it's always been the case, though. It's generally uh, they go down the route of eventually doing like the um, the classics range. You know, they'll go, okay, here's these games that have already sold like 50 million copies. So here it is at 30 pounds instead of 40 pounds, but with a red border around the box. Huh. And and that's that's about all the discounts you'll get. Yeah, so it's the same for a while. But yeah, uh, but but by that point, no one cares about it. It's not like you know um, when. I mean, they, they don't even do it anymore, really. But with Sony, but Sony used to do the platinum range for the PlayStation, um, and they games went down to twenty pounds instead of forty pounds. But it was generally the games that sold, I think, a certain amount, wasn't it? That that they did it had to yeah. sell, you know a million copies or something like that and it was generally after about sort of nine months to a year you'd see them go on to this cheaper range and it was really good that you know you could pretty much be guaranteed they were going to be quality games but i don't know nintendo do take a good two three years if not longer yeah easy (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's that's one of my only problems about i mean that's partly why i bought a 3ds and didn't buy a switch at the time this was like you know last year when i just wanted something to do um, because I was like, right, look at all the games. As opposed to this year when you've got so much to do. Uh, well, yeah, technically no, but yeah, yes and no. I'm, I'm on a pretty good, um, I've, I've got myself a little office now. Um, so my, my partner shell works from home 
Um, she's got the dining room table with all her work stuff. And generally, I'd just been sat on the couch doing stuff for, for the last nine months or whatever. Um, and I was like, I want to be more productive. I want a little desk. I want to see, you know, I want to sit somewhere and go, I'm doing stuff now. I'm doing work. <laughs> so I have I bought myself a little 30 pound desk, um, which sits in my bedroom. I've got, um, I've got my, my, my Mac sat there. I've got my microphone there for recording sort of voiceovers and things like that. And I'm just working. So I'm getting, I'm getting into a bit of a flow. I've, I've released a video a week for all of 2021. Which yes, that is only two and a half weeks, but I stand by that statement. It's not bad, isn't it? exactly. Yeah, it's two and a half more than I've released this year. Exactly, and me. exactly. And and I have, I I have some big big ideas. I've got a um a little note, the little sort of a sticky pad open on my Mac that's got a list of all the things I want to do. And by gosh, they are getting done this year. So. Get ready. Interesting. I like it. And can mm. these all be done virtually as well? Seems we're probably still not allowed to be out in the wild. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, mo- most of them is just me doing it. I'm just, I'm not, I'm just, I'll leave you guys out of it so you don't have to <laughs> go out your way and find time to do something. The only thing I would, I would love to do is do a, um, and this is a call out. If, if anyone out there is listening and wants to get involved with it, I would love to do. I'll say fortnightly because it's probably a little bit more in depth, but a fortnightly podcast that is a um, like a quiz show. You know, thirty minutes, sixty minutes, maybe max. But one of you guys each time against someone, like against a listener. Love that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, three rounds, something like that, and we've got we've got plenty of of uh, of different rounds we can do that we've come up with over the years so i would love to do something like that so yeah i figure that wouldn't be too much of a of a drain on you guys time no i'm into That'd that be awesome. mm. all right yeah. well let's get planning on that then mm. nice mm. that's good so you've come up with loads of ideas and plans and stuff this year i've not really done much <laughs> well we're only Wait, it looks at calendar. Eighteen days into the month, so Do you know what I have done though. I have watched. Plenty more time. Um, I finally got around to watching onwards. All right, brilliant. And, good, good, and good. Soul. What did you think? Um, Soul was all right, but I really enjoyed onwards. Yeah, um, I, I knew, I knew you would love onward. it onwards. Onwards just, just so hit good. Me. I cried. Oh, of course, because like because the whole because you're a dad and all that. Bitch at the end of it. Yeah, I was just like proper. Like uh, me and Ash were like snuggling on the couch watching it, um, and then she just looked up and she was like, "You're right there," and I was like, "Mm-hmm, yeah." <laughs> yeah. I was like, <laughs> "Fuck you, Pixar." The only films I've cried at in the past few years have been Up, and now this. Yeah. <laughs> just like, "Fuck you, Pixar," for making me use these emotional feels. Keep fucking um, doing it, don't they? So then, then we went and watched Bad Boys for Life. Because oh, that that evens it out a bit. That, so you know, it's mm-hmm. a bit more manlier, um, yeah. and that's awesome. Yeah, and, I thought it was pretty good. And then we failed horrendously by watching an awful, awful, awful film last night, and that? that is Blumhouse's Fantasy Island. Oh right, okay. <laughs> oh <laughs> boy, Do you, have you ever ever seen what the original Fantasy Island is? I've only seen snippet bits. Yeah, you've like heard of, I guess, from yeah. just popular culture. You've just heard of what it is. Yeah. yeah. 
so, so this is a horror take on it mm-hmm. um what they've done and it, it like i was saying to trying to like defend why we watched it for a little bit longer than what we should have done because <laughs> um, it started off really well it started off a bit like um it's hostile isn't it where the the kidnap the people yeah so it starts off a little bit like hostile wait um, what's this th- this is fantasy island it's called uh bloom houses fantasy island oh it's uh, not the thing that i watched so, the uh, the alice thing on netflix no uh, like uh, so, so this is basically you can go to this one particular island and this island apparently can grant your like your one fantasy and um, whatever it is and it, you've got to see it all the way through once it starts you can't end it because you're like no i don't want it anymore you've got to live it out so you've got to make sure it's the right fantasy you choose okay. um so sounds like this... most of my relationships no i don't <laughs> want it anymore <laughs> so, <laughs> so um so this um this starts off with this girl going well i was bullied like all the way through school she teased me they they picked on me they caught me everything they hit me you know she was saying this one girl was just absolutely hounding her and just made her life hell so she ended up having to quit school and like she had no friends everyone known her as this one particular thing so she wanted revenge she wanted to hurt this, this woman um and she thought go to this island um and she thought it was going to be like a like a, a hologram or a, you know like a clone something robotic that she could just go and live out that fantasy of hurting someone that looked just like this girl um and then she got she got there, she had to go in this little control room bit and the screens come up and this this girl that she was picking on it was tied down to a chair and she was like, oh my God, this looks like so realistic. It looks just like her. And she starts pressing buttons and she's doing like waterboarding um, and then she's um, got boiling hot water that goes on her and then she gets like electric little shocks and starts electrocuting her, like tasering her. And she's like, this is really good. And then some surgeon comes out and a phone call happens and then she realizes that it is actually this woman and it's not like a, a fake thing and she's like oh my god so she has to try and break her out but i was like oh this is dark and then it just gets really shit like really really awful and um, and we both sat there but ash was was watching it so i was like ah oh, Okay, so she's she's into this, so I'll just sit through it. Mm. And then we got right towards the tail end of it. She was like, oh, my God, this is just awful. And I was like, oh, right, so you don't like it then. Great, because this is shit. Um, <laughs> but we're now 90% of the way through it. Yeah. So we may as well finish it. <laughs> I was like, it's very rare we watch films and we've got, like, so many recorded to get through. And we're like, you know what? We've watched, like, three really good films so far. So we're on a roll. And then we watched that, and it's now just stopped us from wanting to watch any films. The minute we're like, let's find a new series and just watch something else to do. Because uh, what we did watch, um, which is quite, I think it is new as well anyway, is The Act um, on Amazon Prime, um, which is based on the true story. Um, that Gypsy Rose, oh, what's her name? Uh, Gypsy Rose Blanchard um, and her mom, Dee Dee. Don't know if you, you know this. So, there's a, a in real life in America there was this mum who was basically um, in an abusive relationship with her daughter. So she was um, when the the kid was was a baby, um, she fell off like a trampoline, and her mum just became really overprotective and was like, "Oh my god!" and started plowing her full of um, drugs uh, to to like stop the pain in her leg to 
initially to begin with and put her in a wheelchair. And then she realized that the older she was getting, she might potentially lose her. So she was like, you can't get out of the wheelchair because you haven't walked for that long now that, you know, your legs aren't going to be able to handle it. So just keep in this and we'll keep you going. And then literally started having, not yeah, it's hypochondriac, isn't it, when you start <laughs> thinking that you're realer than what you think you are. Yeah. Um, and she was like, oh, my God, she's not eating properly, so she can't swallow food. And she didn't. She just had, like, tonsillitis or something. So then they ended up putting, like, a feeding tube in her. Um, and then they just, and then she started telling them all that she had leukemia and muscular dystrophy, and so that's why she couldn't walk. And she was stealing uh, doctors' prescription um, sheets while she was there and writing out what she thought this kid needed. Um, until in the end, like halfway through it, the girl who's now she hits eighteen in the thing and then realizes that. She's actually 21 because her mum's lied about her age all the way through it as well. And so she wakes up in a bed and just puts her feet out and she tries, just tests it just to see if she could walk. And she gets up off the bed and just walks around. And she's uh. like, oh my God. And then all the stuff, she's like, well, she's lied about that. Maybe I can eat this food then. And then she eats the food and she's like, oh my God, I can have sugar, I can swallow, I can eat all this, I can do all this sort of stuff. Um, and then she goes to like this first convention and sees boys and she's like, oh my God, I love a boyfriend. So then starts looking into like on the internet when mom's in bed, starts looking about like how to kiss boys, how to do all this. And then she finds a lad online and they fall in love like online. She's like, I can't do anything because my mom still thinks I'm postponed and I can't do anything about her and blah 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 she's like I just wish that you know someone could kill my mum and the lad's like I'll do it so the lad actually goes and kills her mum and it's like the entire story is all like everything that happens throughout it all um, and then at the end of it when they both get caught they're like we'll go, both go down together with like Bonnie and Clyde and then when they're in the trial room her attorney goes, oh, yeah, well, you know, she's been going through emotional trauma and abuse, so she needs to be trialed separately. So just trial that guy, and he gets life without parole, and she only gets 10 years. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it But it's like, it's all based on a proper, full-on true thing. And I'm like, how the fuck could you ever do that to you, kid? <laughs> it's just well, like, I, it was, I'm uh, glad I don't need to watch it now anyway. Well, yeah, well, it's been everywhere, hasn't it? But you need to watch. Just, you need to watch. I'll be gone in the dark. I'll be gone. In I've the not dark. even heard of that. Oh my god! Well, yeah, I think you might have heard some bits of it. Um, so you know, Patton Oswald. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, have you heard of the Golden State Killer? Nope. So Golden State Killer was this guy that used to go around uh, sneak into people's houses back in the, the, I don't know when it was, um, in the past. Um, yeah, in the 70s um, and 80s. Yeah. And what he used to do is, um, this is a clever little muffin, he used to balance uh, plates on the back of uh, the husband um, uh, while he raped the wife in the next room so shit like that um, and he used to say like don't move over here you move I'll kill your wife um, and that's what the plates were for so he didn't move okay, uh, anyway really fucking dark stuff so he um, uh, they, they didn't know who he was he, he was um, 
it was a serial killer they didn't find out. So then Patton, Patton's wife, uh, Michelle McNamara, starts getting really obsessed with the case because it's still not been um, <clears throat> not been cracked. Um, so she starts writing a book called I'll Be Gone in the Dark um, and starts like documenting all this like obsessive behavior of hers of trying to figure out who this killer was, like, you know, opening the cases back up, getting in, in, in touch with like police um, departments and getting evidence and finding out things that no one else had ever f- found out before. Um, the problem being was uh, Michelle McNamara died uh, whilst writing the book Um and it was it was fucking horrible. It was because of the book that she died. She was like she was taking like energy meds to like keep her going, and she wasn't sleeping. And she she ended up just fucking killing herself um, by like just obsessing over this murder. Um, and it was horrible for Patton because he went in to give her a coffee, and she was fucking dead. Um, so he sort of picked up where she left off. Um, and all the work that she did um, actually got him found out. They found out who he was. And they got a conviction out of it. And oh. uh, Patton ends up like publishing the book on her behalf. It was one of the bestsellers. Um, and there's just this this paragraph that she writes for if they ever found him. Um, and it's it's so powerful and so amazing. And you need to watch it. I think it's four or six parts. It's on Amazon Prime, I think. It's on Amazon Prime, is it? Yeah, it's really, really worth watching. A lot of Patton Oswald in it as well. Um, which is nice because I, yeah, I really not, like him. I've not seen it. It's now TV. Ages. I'm just having a look. It's a and HBO we, um, show. Yeah, we watched last night. Um, young adult or something. Which is in yeah, well. yeah, he's in that. Um, big fan of Dan Harmon. Well, big friend of Dan Harmon. Sorry, him and, and Dan Harmon. He was in Community, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was mm. the. Uh, he was the, the surgeon. The the the, the doctor. Mm. So do we? Um, do we have any more serial killer slash um, torture horror movies we want to talk about? Do you want to, no, just, right, to, just to keep the, the tone down where it is, or should we try and I mean, I think I'm, up? the problem I've got is I'm stuck in a rut right now. I'm not like in the best of moods, so I think it just I'm in my element talking about serial killer. Brilliant. Well, I may as well. Okay. Uh, the first the first time I um, I met Ash's dad. Um, like well, the folks when I went around to to do it, I was like, so so what? So what's like your mum into? What what's what's your your dad into? Um, and she's like, oh, my mum's is like this, this, and this. And I was like, what about your dad? She's like, well, he loves Liverpool, um, and he loves serial killers. <laughs> like anything at all about serial killers. And I'm like, uh, uh, okay. And I get I get there, and he's like the friendliest person in the world, like ever, like. But you know when you think someone's putting in an effort to be friendly, and like, hey, how are you doing? Oh, can I get this? Can I do this? Oh, like, oh so love to see you. And I'm like, uh-huh. like, I know what you watch and stuff, and this is quite creepy. And are you are you planning on murdering me? <laughs> and I'm just like, everything's fine. Everything's good. But it turns out he's just that happy. He's still like, you know, eleven years down the line, he's still that exact same person. But you can ask him anything at all about serial killers and like on our first conversation i was like oh that's what you're into and he's like ah oh, you know I, I love reading about serial killers and watching films and series about serial killers and but every birthday or christmas is always like a serial killer film we'll find him and like grab him so i'm almost <laughs> sure he'll know about i'll be gone in the dark i'm almost positive yeah. of it if yeah, not the tv show he'll know about the book i've, just, I've um, never heard just got my amazon prime so he'll be all over that now 
I'll message him about that. Yeah, I was going to say, no, I, I think it's on Now TV because it's a HBO show and that's Sky, oh, is it? Sky Atlantic. So. Oh, is that Sky Atlantic? Then? I imagine so. I should have that on my, uh, yeah. my Sky. That's cool. I'll uh, download that and get on to that one because we need a new series because, like I said, we've just finished that one at Ruined Firewall. I almost Although, can't um, believe that I've never heard any of that about Pat, I mean, it's not specifically about Pat and Oswald, but well, it was. I mean, because he was yeah, really he, heavily involved in it. Yeah, I know exactly. I mean, it's it's his, it's about his his ex wife, yeah. technically. But the fact I I thought I'd have heard something about yeah, I was going to say that about what happening happened and, and him being involved. But yeah, crazy, crazy. They don't call them ex wives. They call them um, widows. Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Can we go to Disneyland this year, please? Well, I can't really answer that. To be quite if the honest. world opens up again, I mean. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll see what <laughs> happens. And while we're talking about Disney. Okay. Yeah, Wonder let's talk about Disney Plus. Yes, it is. Wonder Wonder Vision. Oh well, my Wonder God, Vision, I watched it twice. Wonder, Wonder I watched both episodes twice. Now, I, I think we, and probably, probably a good chunk of people... I like right. I totally understand. This was the first two episodes of like a ten episode thing, and you know I see where it's going. No, one I'm really worried that there's people who tuned in, and I saw at least one person's reaction being, "I don't get it." That they've turned this on, and suddenly it's this weird, you know, sixties um, sitcom. And then seventies, and then yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. It's moved. It'd be seventies next so week, apparently. Good. Now it's in color spoilers but yeah so i i i mean i i thought it was great and a really good start i'm glad they gave us two episodes because it really let you sort of yeah you know ease into it and start to be like right this is really i i really hope this this you know carries on the way it's going and starts to open stuff up i love a good mystery like that um but yeah i i i'm sure there's a lot of people out there have turned it on and sat there and gone what 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 on earth is this and it was also, I thought it was amazing that if you did take the whole Marvel side out of it, it was actually a moderately entertaining, cheesy sitcom. Like the yeah. sitcom side story was interesting enough to keep that that going. But also yeah. then you've got the side of, you know, the Marvel fans going, right, what's this? What's that? What's what's going on with this? How's this linking into that? So, yeah, really well done. Can't wait to see more. I'm really, I was really gutted when I turned on Disney Plus and saw it was only two episodes and I was like oh yeah that's how they do it that's how they get you yeah because I'm I mean I've literally just finished about two weeks ago watching uh, The Mandalorian um, so we just had two seasons to get through it all in one go we didn't have to wait week by week by week so that was great I wish I liked it I wish it you was. didn't like The Mandalorian just didn't get it Oh my I, might days. Try, I might try again but like, you you no. probably should because it's so good. It's like to be fair, my my dad got yeah you a said season that. and a half through it. Um, now he's got further in it now, and he's like, yeah, I'm still like when he's, he's met Ahsoka now. Um, yeah, okay, yeah, and he was just like, oh, good, a yeah, lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, well, I thought, oh, you'll like this now because yeah, the Jedi in it, um, and he's like, it just seems like the Forster in it. It's like, right, okay, so there's no helping you on this one, is there? He's just not a fan of it. He's just, he's not feeling it. Not Fair feeling enough. it all, and he, he loves him some Star Wars. Yeah, so, see, I, 
we um I, over the last couple of years since I've been with with Shell, um, she'd never really seen any Star Wars films, so I, we started trying to watch um well trying to work our way through them and we watched um we watched rogue one to start with because i thought that's quite good as a prequel to a new hope and it's probably the most accessible one and i i think it's the best one it's my favorite one um and then we started working through and we got through um four and we got through five and i started we started watching uh, return of the jedi and she was asleep within about five minutes, not because there was anything wrong with it. She was just tired. And we've never got back into watching them again. But after watching The Mandalorian, she was like, we should watch, we should carry on watching Star Wars. Okay, so on Saturday, we watched Return of the Jedi. And watching that, it there were so many things I noticed in that that felt the same as The Mandalorian. And the new sequels feel nothing like it. I'm not saying they're bad. I still I still quite like the the three. I don't think they're amazing. They're not like, you know, as, as iconic as, as they probably wanted them to be, but they're good films. Yeah. But those those three, and like I say, watching Return of the Jedi, I was just like, this just feels exactly like The Mandalorian in places, to the point where it's just, it's amazing the job they've done to make it so Star Wars, so original Star Wars. So, big fan of that. It's great. Nice. Yeah, and the fact that ba- Baby Yoda didn't get over—I I really expected to be sick of Baby Yoda by the time, you know, I, I started watching it. But he, at no point does he ever become—I uh, don't think like too much and annoying and just like yeah, uh, an overplayed they joke. Don't, they don't stick him in like most of the episode, do they? No. Even, like bits and pieces of it, so it's fine. You can get through it without thinking, yeah. "Oh God, yeah. not him again." No, exactly. Really, so well done. It's it's absolutely brilliant. Um, but yeah, one one division. I'm very very intrigued with what where it's going forward. I, I I can see where they're drawing some of the um the stories from, and I've talked about it a lot on this on this podcast. But um, talked about House of M, which they mm-hmm. looks like they're adapted in some way. Obviously, there's no X Men, there's no mutants in that world yet. Um, but there's there's definitely aspects of that such as the spoilers the, the pregnancy and things like that how she's created uh, just out of nothing the fact that she's pregnant and that is basically what happens in house of m she has a couple of kids that she just imagines into into existence because she can completely control reality um but there's some yeah there's so many i it's one of those things that i feel like i probably need to watch it a couple of times to to get all the little references please tell me if i'm getting something this really really wrong okay but isn't she dead um it so vision died yeah she didn't die are you sure yeah vision visions the 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 mind gem got ripped out of him at the end of end of infinity war by thanos that was the last the last gem he needed so he, he got it, so that's him dead. She didn't die. She was in the final battle with in, in Endgame. I thought she was dead. No, no, she's not dead, but he is. So by, you know, the, it, what it seems to be is it's her grieving and kind of losing it because uh, he's dead and everything she's been through, you know. So we'll we'll see we'll see if it's her creating all this or whether it's someone else that's put her in this because there's all these like the the whole thing about um 
the so you know shield agents of shield yeah. okay there's another agency called um called sword and it's sword that have been showing up in the first two episodes the the sword logo that yeah, was on like a little that. folder at the end of episode one and then the, the yeah. beekeeper's costume um so it's they're involved somehow but whether they're trying to get her out of it or whether they're responsible for it and then there's also uh, one character in particular who it looks pretty certain that one of the characters that's showing up in a show which i won't say because i won't spoil it because i think it probably is right um yeah it's it looks like there is one character from the comics that may be involved somehow um and this person has already shown up in the tv show in fact, two people that are from the Marvel world that have shown up in this TV show, but one they've not really said that it's them. Anyway, I, I yeah, I don't want to really go too much into it because I think is it it's coming out once a week, right? Every yeah, I think so. Every Sunday, something like that. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I know it's once a week, isn't it? I think it's towards the end of the week. I think it's Friday, Friday yeah. or Saturday. Yeah, and I, I'm curious where they where they go from here in terms of the Marvel just universe going forward because this I was reading through a, a, a I think it was on um, on IGN about this is everything they've got planned and here's all the dates that they've got announced so you've obviously got Black Widow coming out in May and then you've got I think Shang Chi coming out in like is it October or something like that there's there's so many stuff so many films they've got. And now everything's been sort of pushed back a little bit. It's it's all going to end up coming at once. I think Eternals is November. So we've got three films potentially coming out this year. And I think, especially with Black Widow, surely we're at the point when if it can't come out in May, they're just going to dump it on streaming. Yeah. Because WandaVision was never supposed to be the next, like the first part of Phase 4. It was always supposed to be like you know a bit further in, but mm. now it, it's been released first. Plus we've got um I think Winter Soldier, um, uh, Falcon, Falcon and Winter Soldier that comes out in March, and then Loki comes out in May. So so much so much coming soon. Yeah, it's going to be, won't be one of those again, isn't it? Where it just literally hits and it's going to be superhero overload. Yeah. Because yeah. you've also got all the DC stuff as well coming in, so it's not just Marvel; it's Marvel and DC stuff. Yeah, but at least I don't think there's an awful lot that they're working on right now. Obviously, we've got Suicide Squad, but how linked into their whole world that's going to be, I don't know. Um, and Flash, you know, I don't even know whether they've started filming that. Yeah, Flash. I think it's not coming out until 2022. Now, I think yeah. the 2022 is when. You're just going to have the the fuck ton of DC overloads, yeah, probably. There's that coming out, so you'll have the um, yeah, the, the Snyder cut. Legend of Tomorrow, Snyder cut. Um, you've got the Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad TV show with John Cena um, as a peacemaker. That's oh, they're doing through. a peacemaker show, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you've got that as well. You've got the Suicide Squad game. You've got the Gotham Knights game. Um, the the blowing up the multiverse as well aren't they the 52 and then they're doing like another shit ton of um animated shows and right. normal comic runs and the the batman film and then the batman 
the Gotham spin-off that's following yeah. the Gotham GPD, which isn't the same as Gotham. Yeah, which isn't Gotham. Yeah, slightly different yeah, than Gotham. Well, they, they, Gotham. They, they, they yeah. seem to be, they, they do still seem to really focus on a lot of TV. You know, mm. they, there's just so many DC TV shows and it's... It's because it's, it's what they, they knew they couldn't well. outdo Marvel. Yeah. So, like, you know what, we can outdo them on. And now... I don't think they're going to be able to keep that going. Is the TV? Mm. TV, they're brilliant at, but now that they can start throwing now Disney behind them, they've got the weight of the money for Disney to be like, look how fucking good we can do with like Mandalorian and stuff. We'll do yeah. this for MCU. And like, look that's how it. now they've got H- HBO looks. money. Like, the HBO Max money yeah. to throw behind yeah. it. Like, Loki is just looks like an actual proper film that they're just broken down into parts. It looks fucking yeah. phenomenal. So. You know, I think Marvel have come out the, the, the door swinging here. And I think if this carries on going the way it is with cinema and COVID and stuff, I can see a lot more. It's like big, huge, what would have been movie titles being turned into series. Yeah. Well, series thing, um, just Snyder, uh, Snyder Cut's not being released as a four-episode show now. It's being released just straight as a film, as a four-hour yeah. film, <laughs> which, yeah. He does yeah. love doing them. Yeah. I mean, I I love the Watchmen film, but that is the, the ultimate cut of Watchmen, which is still, it's, it's great, but it is absolutely at the limit of of where I can sit down and watch a film. And I think that's about three hours and 20. And that is, well, this is going to be four hours. In all fairness, we sat through the extended edition of... Blood the Rings, Rings, Return of the King, which is like four and a half hours. So yeah, true. If we sat through that, I'm pretty sure you could sit through that. I mean, the the, the one thing about the Lord yeah, of the Rings one was, was it was a good film. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, you know, we've seen the Justice League. We know that it's going to be, you know, a slightly different Justice League. But it, in effect, it can't really alter what was. Mm. <laughs> So I know it's going to be like drastically different, but it's still going to be the same premise. It's still going to be the exact same, probably storyline coming through, but with just his bits added in and tonally different. So I don't think it's going to be the the change everyone's believing it's going to be. And it's, you know, it's still going to be a wank film, mm. but, you know, we're going to watch it. That's the thing. Yeah, maybe in two or three settings. Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully if it, if it grips... <laughs> Like, it'll probably take me about a year to watch, but, you know, I'll get there. <laughs> mm. uh, intrigued. Yeah, I mean, I, I am intrigued to see how different it is. Because what I don't want to be doing is sit, sat there watching a film where I already have seen, you know, 30% of it or something like that. And it, yeah. it feels like there must be, you know, there must be a, still quite a lot that, that is... That um, was in the in the original release, but I don't the, know. I think the thing is, we know it's just going to accumulate into a massive CGI mess. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's that's a in fact. So Ash, um, I was working yesterday, no Friday, um, and Ash was home roller, and she was like, "I'm going to put on a Disney Plus and watch a film of Oliver." She put on Black Panther because uh, oh. she, hadn't, she hadn't seen it, um, okay. and she was like, "Is this got any bits in Oliver might like?" I was like, um, oh, it's, it's quite colourful at colours, times. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's lots of fighting in it at some point. So, yeah, you might watch bits and pieces. Um, and he, he literally played around the living room, like the entire 
entire film until the uh, car chase scene came on. Mm. And, you know, he's jumping across soon, and only because Kanye started playing, so it was like really loud music playing with like a proper beat to it, and he was like, "Ooh, ooh," and sort of like groove into the music, and I was like, "Legend, absolute legend." Um, and then he went about playing, and as, so I finished work when he came through. So Ash was like, "I'm going to, um, I'm going to carry on watching it." I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." Because you're going to watching it, and I didn't realize like how poor, like I forgot, sorry, how poor the CGI was at the tail end of, um, sorry, um, uh, like how poor the CGI was on um, on Black Panther until we watched oh, it again. And yeah, I was like, as he starts jumping around the caves yeah. and stuff, it's, yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, it's just like a DC film. And she was like, uh, and then I realised she's so fortunate that she's not sat through any of the DC films. <laughs> Fair enough. Where we have, and I'm like, and I know I'll continue to do so. It's like if they redo, they when the Batman comes out and stuff, I know I'll I'll go watch it with you. Like when anything comes like that, I know I'll be like, go on then. <laughs> like, uh, but I know we will because we probably like to punish ourselves. Fair enough. Yeah, I feel like I'm so glad you two went to watch that. Like, but you haven't seen um, you haven't been see- well. I, I suppose this is because you haven't been able to go and see Wonder Woman. Would you have gone if the opportunity had been there, if you hadn't have been locked in your house? If you were like, do you want to try to go and watch Wonder Woman? I'd have been like, yeah, go on. Cause, Fair enough. Well, yeah, because we would have watched it and then potted about no, it. And like, get out know, of Wales, Reg. <laughs> pretty poop. Start inviting um, pieces again. It just made me laugh because it's, um, it's on Amazon Prime and on um, Sky oh, yeah. Store. 16 yeah. yeah, it's again, it's another one of these, you know. Like, um, wow. Premier rental or whatever, whatever they're calling them. Yeah, it's just crazy. I hate the fact that we can't have HBO go. Mm. I hate HBO Max, sorry, and I hate it even more because I really, really want to watch some more combat film when that comes out, and that's going it's... straight to it. Yeah, damn it. But that's going to it as part of the Warner Brothers deal, though, right? Not, not just because, not because they've. Oh no! It. It's part of the one of Yeah. Like, so it'll it'll be coming out here just at the cinema. Yeah, because have you have you heard any of like the latest interviews and stuff that's been going? No, on? I've seen the, the screenshots. I've seen the um sorry the, the on set photos or whatnot. Yeah, when they're talking about actually how the um they started putting in like really brutal um fatalities. And stuff into it, and I was like, "Oh, it's like for the first time ever." It's like what the original films were missing was the fatalities and stuff. We we put them in, and I'm like, "Oh, nice." Now I'm getting more and more intrigued by it because like the the Mortal Kombat mini like web series was fucking brilliant. Like that was really good, and they should have done an actual proper TV series like that. But I know they messed up after the uh, the awful Mortal Kombat was it Conquest? Yeah. That was the TV series. Mm-hmm. It was just awful. And um, that fan made literally web series was was amazing. That was on like YouTube. Absolutely loved that. And it was like, Legacy, I think it was called. Mortal Kombat Legacy. Mm. Yeah, that sounds it's, right. It was so good, so good. So hopefully after that, this will be class. And they start getting the stories and stuff good for the latest Mortal Kombat games. So I've got got high hopes for um, for this one. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, you'll, you'll hate me for saying it, but I was never a fan of the original ones, to be honest. But it was a, 
it, it this new one does does at least look look Mortal like they're, they're trying the a bit harder. Mortal Kombat is my ultimate ultimate guilty okay. pleasure. Oh, like, okay. I I I had to have two copies of the the video video cassette because I watched it that much that I wore the tape out of it. Um, so I had a second cassette for for me, and I had the soundtrack for that film. Oh, well, I get that. I even had the, the soundtrack to the sequel one, but that wasn't my request because I watched the second film, Annihilation, and was like, this is awful. And then I got bought for my birthday, the Mortal Kombat Annihilation soundtrack, and I'm like, uh I know how much you love that first soundtrack, so <laughs> naturally. So, but the first Mortal Kombat film is brilliant, and it's got so many quotable lines in it. Mm. But And Karu looked amazing as well. Like still to this point, he holds up quite well. So, yeah, but I agree. The second one was was shite. Conquest was was awful. The TV series, but the web series. If you haven't watched it, it's only some like six parts or something. Um, yeah. Only small, about like fifteen twenty minutes max. Um, and they are gritty and dark and grim and just fantastic. Well worth a niche. Mm. Well, speaking of things that are old and really really awesome. Um, the Scott Pilgrim game finally got re-released this week. Yeah. We talked about the uh, the limited run edition last week. Sean, are you still with us? Yeah, I am. Are you eating your pizza? No, I'm just trying to find out where it is. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so, did did you ever have the the Scott Pilgrim game on your Xbox? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they re-released it now. It's out on the on the Xbox One. It's on the Switch. It's on the PS4. It's on PC. Um, and there's a, a limited edition version that limited run games are, are doing to uh, to get a physical copy. Um, and apparently, it sold twenty five thousand copies of the Switch version. So they haven't said how many of the PS4 version yet, but just the, the Switch version alone, twenty five thousand copies in three hours of the physical edition. On a on limited run um, limited run games website, which is apparently the biggest selling uh, release of all time. They've never sold that many of a single item, which wow. is just insane. To the point where Reg, you mentioned last week that they rarely do Xbox um, because you need to sell a certain amount. Yeah. You know, you need to promise you're going to release a certain amount. So they're apparently going to um, release a, an Xbox version in in the next few weeks. Oh, nice. So um, yeah, here you go. At a future date, it says actually it says, but um, I got it. And there's there's certain games that I can play um, co-op with with Shell with my partner, um, and mostly they are Lego games. Um, we've had to go a little big planet and things like that. You know, it's gem- generally the fun platform games. Um, but I thought, you know what? Let's give this a go because she really really likes. She knows how much I love Scott Pilgrim. And she really liked it when, when we saw it. We then went to see it at the cinema when when they were open. Um, and she does really like it. So I thought, let's give this a go. It's a hard game. But it's, you know, six buttons you've got to worry about, and that's about it. Um, and, yeah, we, we had a play, and she absolutely loved it. So I'm, I'm made up that I can actually sit and play this with, with someone now. Nice. Have you bought it for the Switch yet, Reg? Uh, it's being bought on payday. Nice. Okay. Well, let me know, and then I can play with someone better yeah i say to uh, to sean as well he needs to grab it and yeah you can just we can can all... you do three player you can do up to four player mate you can have the full band can you? Oh, you oh of course you can oh yeah, yeah. 
That would be amazing. I would I would love that so much. It's so I mean it's it's so much fun. It is really hard, but it's just a good level of difficulty. And am I right? Because it's been a while, but you can't continue from where you left off, can you? Uh... You, you can, if you die mid game, yeah, you can you can um you know get an extra credit and you can start again um from where you were but you can't finish no, you playing can't. you've got to yeah, turn off got to... and go back the next day yeah you've got to so, it's like an old old school game yeah so all all you do is put your console in sleep mode fair enough if that's all you want to play but if well, it's yeah but i'm pretty sure between... if you like leave it halfway like yeah i'm gonna jump back in and play that no no probably probably not it's probably one of those things that Every now and again, maybe every weekend we might have a go, and then but in midweek I want to sit and play uh, Tony Hawks or something. So it's fine, it's fine. We'll we'll work through it because the further the more we play it, the the more lies we'll have left when we get through the first level. <laughs> so <laughs> it's okay. Noticed a few glitches with it though, like not being able to enter some of the um the shops and things. One one person can go in, but the second person can't join them. Um, so I'm sure that'll all get ironed out. But it's well worth it. It's it's twelve pounds. It's just it's a bargain, absolute bargain. Uh, yeah, it does look incredible. It's really good. Yeah, and the soundtrack alone just ah. Uh, just, have you seen in the um in the Slack group in the Slack group on the chat sorry on this uh, Skype thing I just put an article up about the soundtrack um from Kotaku and yeah. um, they were saying like obviously the game's out now so he went to Anamanaguchi and was like yes. so after years of doing it like what do you think of it and they were like it's still one of our favorite things we've ever done um so they then get them to do the entire the entire playlist. And it's 31 minutes of just pure unadulterated awesome tunage um, on that article, so you need to, to go through it. Yeah, well, Anna Managuchi did a, um, it was a, I think it was mid last year when everyone was doing a lot of the, um, you know, online festivals and stuff from home and then uh, they, you know, stream concerts and stuff like that. There was a, a, a sort of a, an electro festival called secret sky it's they, they it's it's called second sky when they do it for real and they did secret sky online and Gucci played um the entirety of the usa album online and it was really really good like you can see the whole thing on their on their youtube page um and that was great and they've basically done the same thing with the scott pilgrim soundtrack which i bet was a lot harder because at least their last two albums have been very band heavy yeah. You know what I mean, they've been like, okay, we can play the guitar and play the bass, and play, you know, and all that sort of stuff. But um, and the drums, whereas the Scott Pilgrim, the game soundtrack is very much like a game soundtrack, like an old 16-bit game soundtrack. So I haven't watched it yet, but it looks looks like it's going to be worth a worth 40 minutes of my time. 100. percent mm. They're so 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 good. I love that group. And I was yeah. devastated that they're um they they were supposed to be touring the UK last March. Uh, and I was going to go, and then I decided to book a trip to Japan instead. So I was kind of gutted because I couldn't yeah, go. But then the, that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But, then the, but then the tour got cancelled. Wow. They don't have an awful lot of luck with UK tours. 
We, I think we, we've seen them twice now, and that is, as far as I'm aware, the only two times they've managed to come over to the UK because um, there was visa troubles, apparently, um, at one point. Um, one of them got deported and, you know, got to the airport and was sent home. So that's what I remember a tour got cancelled at one point. But, yeah, and then COVID. I'm sure they'll be back. Oh, yeah. Actually, but they're such, such a good live band. Well, we were talking about them before you came on, and I was saying that I was good. I've never got the um, chance to join you last time. And now I'll probably never get a chance to see them again. Oh, you will, Reg. Gigs will return. It's fine. They better. They, they will. better. They will. I had something else I wanted to talk about that I left open on a tab on my phone and i've forgotten what it was where are we there we go oh yeah i'm glad sean's on for this um because this is something that he will be remotely interested in but you know um you know cameo the website cameo so you can pay celebrities uh you can't see me doing inverted commas but i am doing inverted commas here celebrities to to record a, a message for you such as you could pay pat sharp to endorse your podcast and Things like that. That's how. Uh, no, yeah. No, that no, happens. no. Patch, Patch Sharp. Just he liked us so much that he wanted to do it. He did not necessarily get paid to do it. I'm sure. But anyway, um, and there's a lot of people on there. And there's some quite. There's some fairly big people. I mean, like the people Ed like, from Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, yeah, and um, and Kevin Smith went on there, but he only went on there to make money for like i think he did it for charity at one point and then he also did it for um refitting and moving the secret stash in jersey they're moving down the road to a bigger place so things like that so it was you know he's not just going i want money so i'm gonna charge people 200 dollars to do a, a message for him um and even he got absolutely inundated but um do, do you know who the biggest earner of 2020 was um and i'll i will be surprised if you guess to be quite honest but sean might be able to guess because i've said it's kind of relevant and it might be interesting to him oh elon musk no <laughs> can you imagine <laughs> no idea go on need that extra scratch for to fire off oh, some more it's, buckets it's someone from scrubs close very close from the no. office from the office the top earner of 2020 was Kevin Malone. No way. So um, Brian Baumgartner yeah. is, is his name. So Kevin, it, it, I can't remember whether you've seen any episodes, Reg, but he's the the big, slow guy, basically. Right, <laughs> his okay. whole thing is he's not very bright uh, and likes food and makes the best chili uh, in, in the entire county. Um, but yeah, apparently he raked in more than a million dollars by wow. doing video um, video messages for people. Chris, you wouldn't need to work properly again, would you? No, like, absolutely. If you had, had the ability to do the cameos, like yeah, because as even like as you're saying with like uh, Kevin Smith, um, Ed from Bennett Ladies did it for uh, is well, still doing it for different charities um, and stuff, and he's doing three hundred dollars, um, and you get a um, your favorite Benny lady song he will personalize it um, and customize it to include you 
or something about what you want in the song and then he'll do like a three and a half minute clip of just chatting shit to you mm. um in it um and he was they were like well you know hopefully we'll we'll get some some people wanting it and he's been like absolutely hounded by people for it <laughs> and i was like i can have 300 dollars just to be like i want some from the ladies it's just yeah it's, well, it's mental if they get inundated then god knows like how the big big celebs that <laughs> go on it get yeah, well, you think, you know, the, you might go, well, $300 sounds a lot, but then you've got to price it at a point where you're not going to get thousands of them and, you know, and just have a backlog log of messages that you've got to record for people. Um, mm. So it, it, it must be kind of difficult to hit that sweet spot. But so the, this guy from the office is charging $195 per message. Um and the fact that for him to have earned a million dollars, he had to do 5,128 messages at that price to be able to get a million. So that is, I mean, what's that? that? That's about 15 a day? Yeah, must be. I mean, I suppose they're only five minutes long, you know, two minutes in some cases. And, I've, you know, I've seen some of them. Not, not his, but I've seen a lot of messages that people have done. And they are just one take into a camera into their phone doesn't matter where they're you know they're just in their kitchen or they're walking down the street they're just in these they're not like produced videos they are just hey yeah it's, this is this is dave and uh, i'm on that show you really like oh i'm sorry that you're getting your appendix out but you're gonna do fine okay thanks have a nice day <laughs> bye <sighs> have you ever seen um the you know the band sugar ray yeah okay so the lead singer of sugar ray mark mcgrath (laughs) yeah that's it um mark mcgrath he's got particularly famous for doing cameos for people but specifically either um quitting their job or breakups and they just it's not even like he advertised it but you can you can choose whether you want to make your response public and if if they are, they're there on the site. You can literally just watch the messages that you know, like, oh, hey, sorry, Jody, but um, but Chad's had enough and he wants to call it call it a day. And you'll be able to just go on the site and watch it. So people have seen that this is happening and it seems to have taken off as a thing. You get Mark McGrath oh, to break up days. with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> but his are so funny as well because he has this catchphrase that he starts every single one. He's like, hey, it's Mark McGrath from Sugar Ray, off the charts, but always in your hearts. <laughs> every single one it's amazing oh dear but yeah it's good imagine imagine being uh i mean be, being on something like the office which is just it seems to just be uh, everyone or half of the united states seems to be obsessed with it um to the point where they're talking about rebooting slash spinning off it well you're surprised because apparently last year alone the u.s like people in the u.s that doesn't include like sean watching it for mm, that yeah. time <laughs> Um, they watched five, five, it's 50 billion hours or something mm-hmm. of the US office. Yeah, it's one of the biggest things on Hulu, even though it was, you know, I mean, it wasn't even at the time when it was on TV. It was big enough for NBC to keep renewing it, but it was never like, you know, friends ratings or anything like that. But it just seems to have kept this this sort of uh, momentum and it's just built and built and built. So, yes, it doesn't surprise me. Um but yeah, to be on that show, technically starting off as a bit of a, I mean, a lot of the, I think the people who work in the office that aren't the main characters or the main sort of maybe four or five, 
were sort of side characters you know probably didn't expect that much of it and as as the seasons go on all the side characters start to take on as much of a role as, as the bigger ones um so to get to that point and then suddenly be like okay well i'm gonna start doing 200 dollar two minute videos for people and earning a million dollars yeah. it's just absolutely insane i mean good on him Plus, he yeah. had a, a podcast on Spotify where he actually just sat and talked about the office and talked to um, fans of the office and people who were in the office and, and involved in making it. So that was one of the the three office related podcasts that were out over the last few years. <laughs> Crazy. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I thought I, I I thought at least one of you guys might find that interesting. It is interesting. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. And also. Um, Apparently, we, we talked uh, a couple of weeks ago about um, there being, after, what, about seven years of people playing uh, near Automata, them finding a, um, a sort of a, a secret, one of the one of the final secrets that the, the producer had put into the game. So mm-hmm. that was like, like, say, five or six years. Imagine, though, after, where are we? I'm trying to see how many how many years ago it was. Okay, well they discovered this in this game in 2016, but the game had been out for a long time. So in Rainbow Road, there is an ultra shortcut you can do um where you basically take a jump and it takes you right the way from pretty much the start of the lap right the way to the the finishing line. So you can you can complete a lap in next to no time, like in in like ten seconds. And before about two weeks ago, the only way they'd been able to do it was um, by putting, um, you know, get letting the computer play it, basically programming it in, and it would hit this this certain pixel, and it would jump, and it would land in exactly the right place if you got the boost right. And no one had been able to do it until, like, say, a couple of weeks ago, when French Mario Kart fan Arthur P. Um, was the first person to ever do it without <laughs> tool assist. Oh, this is this is the Wii version, but that's still what fifteen year old game, mm. something like that. Yeah, that's crazy, it's insane. I think we we were at what was that play play expo? You know the um the, the yeah. retro yeah the the one that the game genies attended, and I remember they had a um it was on the. SNES version, but they had SNES's set up and someone doing um, speed run, and it was Rainbow Road, and it was like to try and get the break the world record for the fastest lap. And I remember watching them for a few minutes, and they were just sat there. You know, they take the first corner, and they would know immediately as they were hitting the first corner whether they were on a good run or not. So nine times out of ten, they'd hit the corner and they would reset, and they'd go again, and they'd hit the corner, and they'd reset. And then every now and again, they would make it round in exactly the right racing line, and then they'd go for that first jump that you that you want to hit. And if they'd hit it right, they'd carry on playing. But probably nineteen times out of twenty, they would then reset it. It was just—it was absolutely mental. I remember walking past a few times, and the same person was sat there trying and trying and trying to do this speed run on this on this course, this time trial. Just absolutely crazy. Yeah, that is. I love that though. The Play Expo was amazing. Yeah. That where we did um, Game Genies, wasn't it? Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> Can't wait for one that day, one day Comic Cons will be back. That um it's just the intro alone. The intro alone <laughs> for Game Genies is just by far one of my favourite things that That's we've fun. done. 
Yeah. I loved it so much. Fun times, fun times. <laughs> yeah. It truly was. Mm-hmm. I'm curious what what will become of Comic-Cons because we there are some that are scheduled in already. I know there's, I think, is Wales Comic-Con scheduled for April? And I think yeah, we can uh, pretty safely say that I can't see that happening. Because I even if it does... Go for, for April? Is well, they've not? got a, a real one scheduled. I don't think they've announced that it's not happening yet. Oh, right, okay. But I just... Let's say April, we're not in lockdown, you know, and people are allowed out. You're allowed to go to the cinemas and things like that. You're allowed to go to events. Theme parks are allowed to open. You could technically run a Comic-Con. But they get quite busy, you know, so it's going to be completely cut down capacity so you can actually make maintain some distance. Everyone's going to be wearing masks, not just the cosplayers. So I guess a good chunk of people wearing masks is fine because you just have your Spider-Man mask on or whatever. Mm. Um, but then the rest of the people, including the guests, are going to be there in the masks. So how are you then going to do photo shoots? You know, are you going to be happy spending 60 quid to get a photo with whoever you know 150 quid to get photo with rupert grint when you're both stood there wearing masks and they're not going to be anywhere near you you're not going to be able to do the like okay can we do that scene from that film of yours where you you, you've got a sword to me and all that you know and i need that and you you know people set up these photos but it's just going to be standing side by side two feet apart maybe with a bit of perspex between you yeah it's gonna be a weird one it's gonna be very weird and I know there's some that are scheduled for like September, October. Um, and they're maybe a bit more realistic. But even then, it's, I can't see it being the same. And how are we going to do, um, how are we going to do uh, Comic-Con Sings? You know, are we just going to have to put our microphone on the end of a very long stick? Well, it's that and it's the game as well, isn't it? Because you're not going to be able to play like, Rob. Well, I suppose you could play, but people won't want to go too close to you, will they, during the whole... No, um... no. Well, we just have to use a wide-angle lens. Yeah, it's fine. And just shout. Two microphones. In fact, I've got wireless microphones now, so there we go. That'll help. <laughs> we'll just take a, a pack of antiseptic wipes and uh, yeah, we'll wipe them down every time. Be fine. Yeah, why not? Oh, we'll ask to see their um, their vaccination license that proves that they were vaccinated. There we go. Oh, there. A tattoo that says "Yes, I am clean." <laughs> Mental. Hmm. Anyway, sorry. I mean, we started off talking about negative things like serial killers and uh, and torture horror movies. So why not end with the negativity of talking about how life is never going to be the same again? Well, it is Blue Monday. Is it? it is. is that is that today? So that's the one where supposedly everyone's the, the saddest out of any day in the in the year. It is indeed. Hmm. I've been alright. I've had a good day. I've had a really good day, to be fair. Cool. So that did surprise me when it was that, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, and Sean's having pizza, and it's his birthday tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's good. Although, he has he actually gone now? Oh, no. He's still... No, I'm still here. He's still there. Still waiting for your pizza? Uh, it's just got here, but it's cold. So <laughs> that is that is the theme of my day today, I'm afraid. Yeah. <laughs> Oh dear, end with the sad Sean story yeah. and start with the sad Sean story. Not <laughs> the best. <laughs> well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. It really has been mm-hmm. a pleasure. 
Yes. Um, and happy birthday for one hour and 55 minutes time, Sean. Thank you very much. Yeah. Sean, um, it's your birthday. Let me birthday. know when your package arrives. Happy birthday, <laughs> Sean. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Don't get too excited. I will. <laughs> Right, right. No matter what you do, sir, I hope you have the most fantabulous birthday you can do. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, thank you for listening, everyone. And thank you for joining us, Sean and Reg. Thank you for having us, Dan and Sean. <laughs> See you guys later. See you. Two days. Bye. Bye. How are you all, anyway? Uh, um... I just told a story about um, my my dad's. Uh, I bought my dad a TV, mm. fifty inch, um, only an LED, but uh, it was a um, it was a good one. I wrapped it as well. We <laughs> it was like in this big box. I was really excited about it, and then we went into lockdown, and I couldn't get it up to him. So I decided to pay a courier. So we got this courier, seventy pounds it cost in total. Um, I know. And he was late. It took like a couple of days. Um, and then this showed up. Hang on. You're going to get your money back, aren't you? I'm going to try. <laughs> Can you oh, see that? what? That was for the entire top of the box? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently he had to do it uh, because he'd put it in water. Yeah, yeah, you can. I mean, absolutely, you can tell. But that's that's an excuse that is a, is the problem itself. Yeah. Oh yeah, I had to. It went in water. Okay, <laughs> don't put it in water. <laughs> I mean, so currently, uh, I'm on a website called Legal Beagles, which always helps me with like claims and stuff. Mm. Would um, you? Would you be? I mean, no, you're going to get more than your money back, aren't you? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what I'm trying for yet because the, the, would you be happy be with fair. the seventy quid back? Yeah, I think so because it is it, the TV is fine. Yeah, yeah, it might not have been. Didn't you get a free TV at some point, Sean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was from Groupon. Um, they said they weren't going to send it, and then they sent it. Um, but I claimed <laughs> mo- the money back when they said they weren't going to send it. They did a PayPal refund, and they were like, there you go. And then they sent it a couple of days later. <laughs> and it was liquid damaged. Um, so I sent it back to LG, and then they fixed it for free, which is nice. 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 I think this might be karma, you know. <laughs> See, that's so like it, it's unfortunate because you always seem to have shit happen, but at the same time, you always come out of it, it much better out, than out. what you actually went out for. Yeah. Question so. is, do would you want to go through the the stress and and time and effort to get the results you want? Well, now I know whether it's fine. I don't know how much how much effort I actually want to put into this, but I mean, the plan was to get my money fully back. Um, yeah. I love how it's a. I've just seen on Facebook. It's a. I mean, they just don't post very often. So the only post you've com- you've, you've commented on was one from December two thousand seventeen. Oh, can you see start. that? Yeah. Well, it's just come up on my page going. Sean Bentley commented on a post from the twenty ninth of December. They do not touch this company. They do not. They do not treat your items with care. Where is my delivery? Yeah, I should have. I should. I should have fucking looked before I booked. I'm such yeah. an idiot. I don't know. It's. it's this is literally some random Facebook page that is, like I say, hasn't been touched in three years. Yeah. I suppose if you'd have seen that, that that's enough, isn't it? But you don't necessarily go looking from on Facebook. No. It's the last place you look for reviews, really, to be fair, isn't it? When you're 
you think, oh, I'm going to do this, I'll just check the company now. I'll yeah. go on Facebook and check. I mean, would something like DPD not have been easier and cheaper? I don't think they would have been cheaper. Stuff like that, like like you got there, they've got to make an effort to go out the way to go up there. So they're yeah, going to change a lot. Whereas I, um, DPD are going to, they've already got stuff going that direction. So it doesn't necessarily cost them extra apart from that last little trip from the depot to the house. I just, I, the problem was, is I wanted to send them wrapped. I should yeah, have, I should yeah, have, I should that, have just tried. I should have just called much. DPD and said, look, send well, these, please. Yeah. I mean, if you wrap something in brown paper, they, they're not going to unwrap that. Yeah, that's true. That's you know, true. You could have double wrapped or something. I don't know. It, it, it's, it's, it doesn't matter anyway. But but ultimately, I can't, I can't see them going, oh, yeah, okay, here's your money back. But you go through your, you know, claim thing, you, you'll you'll get that back, I think. I think they'll force um, the issue because that's ridiculous. Sure. Yeah. I mean, but if anyone knows what they're doing with that, it's you, you know the, the steps to go through, I'm sure. I don't know, I don't know what I'm after from them, though, like now, because I was going to, I'd, I'd started building a, a, a court case for a claim of £700, including like the price of the TV, but I just went through it with my dad and it's working fine. So it's just the box. So I think I'm just yeah, going to claim you, that you know, for the you know, as well as, as well as any, any of us, you know, working with phones and all that sort of stuff, sometimes water damage happens yeah. and it doesn't show up for like a couple of years. Well, it's, I mean... The packaging, the plastic packaging was mm. was perfect. You know, like that that yeah. that sort of hold, held the TV. So I think they've fucked up and they've fixed it, but they've fixed it by fucking up the box. Um, and it it looks it's one of those situations where it looks a lot worse than it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not defending them, but <laughs> no. I, I mean, I think the the least I'm going to try and get back for is my um. Yeah, I would I would just say to him. Look, give me the money back that I paid for that for your pathetic courier service, and I'll call it quits. Otherwise, I'll be taking it further. And I have a history of success. <laughs> Do you know who I am? <laughs> have you ever listened to the Nerd OD podcast? Yeah, here's, here's a link to a podcast. Once I bought a cup. <laughs> I, I successfully sued. I sued yeah. Microsoft when it wasn't even their fault. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway anyway excellent to be fair i've been recording for the last seven minutes so we can always use this as the intro we'll see 